0: It's obvious. We're being let down by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media are distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the real concerns of American families. Countries we're at odds with are hoarding food, financial systems are strained, and supply chains remain too fragile. We can tell something is coming. So we're preparing. Folks are getting into self reliance and investing in emergency food storage. And My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, makes it easy for you to have peace of mind knowing you're prepared. Go to mypatriotsupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. And while you're there, Stock up on water filtration, heirloom seeds, and emergency gear, too, at MyPatriotSupply.com. It's time to prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com.
1: Oh, like we send it to someone? Or... Gentlemen, from the Microsoft yeah. Theater here in downtown Los Angeles. <laughs> Brought to you by <laughs> Sean Porter Promotions. Uh,
2: Welcome to the Portaway. Hold on, let me do it. What's up everybody, welcome to the Portaway Podcast Of course, Showtime Sean P Right here in the middle On one of y'all sides, you got Carson You got, what are you, B-side Carl Kanai I I really just, I hate B-side Are you Oh, aka Carl today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, brother, he's brother Carl. Can I a couple couple weeks
1: now? Really? Winter. It is getting warm in Vegas, and I, this is one of my last chances to squeeze this one in. Yeah. So, um,
2: yeah. yeah, you might see me do something crazy next week on account of it's getting warm. Yeah. You yeah. Can't you can't let me outshine you? We're okay. missing our big block man. Yes. We're missing our big block man. I don't know what's going on at the crib. Yeah, he's, he's got a new kid. He's you know he is who he is. Yeah. We're not mad at him. No, not at all. Still ain't getting paid.
3: I feel like next week doo, I doo, might, doo, I doo, might doo, go something doo. like soccer jersey, shorts, something. Keep the people guessing.
2: What? <laughs> it's a soccer jersey huh. I know you guys and shorts. Oh, yeah, you guys were calling out what you were going uh, I was like, ah, maybe I'll do soccer, soccer jersey and shorts? I might do something crazy next. We will see what happens. <laughs> That's a new one. Yeah. But listen, since we're, we're not since, but we're minus Ant or plus another teammate today. On the, on the line, we got Kid Hyphen. Our main man, Andy, what's going on, boss? What's going on, SP? What's
4: going on, team? Happy to be on here with y'all, man. It's an absolute pleasure. I'm humbled. I'm grateful. And uh, thank you.
2: And no, we we thank you. And um, real quick, we just wanted to get you on real quick so that we could kind of make that official announcement. We had made an announcement X amount of weeks ago about trying to find someone to handle our social media for us. And uh, in that process, I think just a day or two afterwards, you hit me up like, hey, you know, I can handle all that for you if you need me to. And the kind of, you know, while I felt like I was robbing other people of an opportunity at the same time, I said, (laughs) I said, I've known Andy for probably seven plus years, probably closer to 10. And (laughs) why, why didn't I consider why didn't I think about it? Right. And so, even with that, you text me, you hit me up, and all that. And I had a conversation with Ant. I said, "Hey, yo, um, I've been trying to get back to as many of those emails as I can. Let's respond to everybody. Make sure they get a a a warm welcome and thank you uh, for trying to contribute to the podcast." Uh, but I keep looking over there, and now I'm realizing that he's yep. he's pretty much right. Now. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I and I I said, but but we got to let everybody know that I think we got our guy. I said it's not official. I said, but I, I'm pretty sure he's gonna be the guy. And um, you know, you kind of just jumped right in and uh, and and filled filled uh, all of the holes that that were kind of really uh, necessary on on the social media standpoint from a, from a social media standpoint. So, really, man, I just wanted to have you on real quick and, and make that announcement that we did find somebody. We found who we find who we believe is the guy. And I mean, it's really showing that showing to be that so far i mean numbers are kind of the numbers are jumping out every time you you kind of you know keep us abreast of what's well, I mean, going men on men lie women lie numbers don't lie yeah yeah we did almost five
4: hundred thousand this week on the you know port away pod tiktok you know we went with the viral twitter video calling out boots i know y'all gonna talk about that in a little <laughs> while that went crazy viral internet all that call them and, out did you, uh, i didn't call them out <laughs> on, <go> ahead, <laughs> or, 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 or you said he was overrated. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. He took it like something. He was like, You want to, you know, see I'm overrated? Why don't you come fight me? Yeah. I'm mean, not. Nah, that's not the way Bush talks. But, anyways, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I appreciate it wholeheartedly. I'm sorry for the broken hearts for everybody else out there who wanted the opportunity. But, you know, um close mouths, don't get fed. Your boy, you know, needed a shot. I had to text my guy, SP, see what's up. And um things worked out. I'm really grateful to be a part of the you know put Way family. And um I can't wait to continue and just keep on making all this cool content. And even um now they have a face to add to it when they're talking in the comments. Now they know who's yeah, right. behind the content. <laughs> right. right. And they gonna, gonna, gonna get all that over you,
2: they're gonna get all over your room too. So be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> this is your apartment right now, so they could just take what they want. Yeah, they <laughs> We didn't know you was living like that. <laughs> yeah,
4: that's why I need the job, man. You feel me? <laughs> yeah.
2: But anyway, man, I wanted this to be the, the official announcement. Also wanted everybody to know that we weren't or aren't dragging our feet on this situation. And I'm sure that anybody who's been paying attention has seen the the increase in in the social media presence that the Portaway podcast has now. And we got nobody else to thank but Kid Hyphen. Appreciate you, man. Yo,
4: SP, appreciate yep. you. Great for all the eye and, uh Man, many blessings. Thank you.
1: Yo, Andy, just curious, what what would you say was the first fight we met at back home in New York?
4: Oh, my gosh, Sean Z. Let me think, because we was talking in the media room so many times. Right. You know, a little bit of background. We got fight hype in ES News right here. Sean Dunn assembled the extenders. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, dad. you're right. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, you, were. Like, you know like with us you know doing the media we're in the background you know having our little you know food in the media room and me and Sean will be talking a whole bunch of boxing I'm thinking it was probably 2016 Sean maybe 2015
1: yeah that sounds about at right
4: Barclays, at Barclays mm-hmm.
1: at the Barclays yep yeah. I, can't, I can't remember which fight but in the media
4: because you were there for a couple I know I've definitely known you since you were pre-fight hype boxing
1: voice Right, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's it's different on the East Coast in New York covering fights. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's more camaraderie. Um, I mean, there's still Cold, competition. Colder. It's colder, but it's more camaraderie and it's a little bit more about talking about the fight. Whereas mm. here on the West Coast, Las Vegas, how it's a little bit more about competition and everybody just needs to get their interview and get their content. On the East Coast, it's more yo, yo, Golovkin, I thought he lost to Jacobs. Yo, what the fuck? it's just so yeah, it's
5: just,
4: yeah, yeah. John is one of those guys that um everybody has to have a lot of respect for because he's a true boxing historian. He's a student of the game. Sure. And he just really knows his stuff. And that's kind of something that I, I've always prided myself on. So in those boxing conversations, you know, it would be like, I'll be looking at Sean like, okay, yeah, he's the other guy that has all the knowledge. He's the other guy that's been studying a lot of, you know, the guys we were looking at, like Max Kellerman and Jim Lampley and stuff. Like, he's that guy that has that kind of brains too. So mm-hmm.
1: a lot of respect. Right. Right. Carson disagrees, but thank you, Andy. He's, <laughs> a, nice, he's a nice guy, but
2: that's it. <laughs> All right, Andy, man, we appreciate you. Thanks for staying up late tonight, man, and we'll get at you uh, a little bit later in that WhatsApp conversation. Yes, I'm going to be a part of the table
4: soon. I'm going to fly out to Vegas. All right, I'll check y'all later, man. Come
2: on, man, anytime. All right, Carson? <laughs> anytime. So that is the official announcement that, um, you know, I... Kinda of like, like it's not even wasn't a competition, you know what I mean? Competitive job market. It was yeah, a little bit. You know, I think we kinda of just threw it out there like, hey, if you if you feel qualified and you, you, you're interested, we're looking for somebody that I don't really look at it like it was a competition. However, once once he hit me up and I kinda of did the math, like how long I've known him, how long he's been in the boxing game, um, what you know, him actually watching, he watches every episode since before we had even talked about doing anything with social media. And to my surprise, when I hit him up and we had our we had our real conversation about everything, he says, Oh yeah, I've already done this, I've already done that. I've been doing this, <laughs> you know, just as a fan. I've been I really like your show and I've been doing this already. So I can cut it all up and and produce it for you. Boom, boom, boom. And done you do. know, we handled business. So. you put all
1: that together, probably the perfect guy.
2: Yeah. I've been yeah. in I? the
1: sport, loves the show. Yeah. Loves Lo- social media. Yeah. Not a game. Not us. <laughs> I hate social
3: media So do we want to uh, yeah. I was talking about Andy Me too. But <laughs> <laughs> We want to turn our attention To the desserts here I'm sure yeah, there might be Some
2: questions Let's go for the dessert I, I, I got questions for you okay. Alright
3: You feel how hearty that, that sounded when it hit Sturdy It
2: shouldn't have came in here man I can't yeah. put this in my tummy Now you can I can't yeah. put that in my tummy yeah, you can. Yes you can you're you too, actually can now. Yeah, you're saying it's too
1: dense, to even. <laughs> it's
5: eat?
3: Too,
2: too dense. Thankfully, there's no cameras yeah. attached to the table or anything.
3: But
1: yeah.
2: yeah, we don't want to hear. You can eat that now. Listen, he's so he's delegated to bring dessert to to Super Bowl night. Carson is. Yeah. Carson. Okay. And this is what he brings. He brings molasses cookies They are the bomb. I came from. Okay. Mm. I got that real quick. Uh, before I, I also bought. I was mad. Right. I was mad. I was like, let mm-hmm. me.
1: Yeah, I'm skeptical mm-hmm. looking at him.
2: The Man, good old shoot.
1: chocolate chip cookies. Still mad at you. You know that well, I went mola- through both of them real quick.
2: <laughs> so
3: so I'll explain what's happening here. Okay. So, well, no, no, no. Let me allow me. Because you also, the brookie is not here. Why? Because it was eaten. Brookie's gone. Yeah. So the brookie was just that <laughs> that was just, I thought it looked delicious. Brownie <laughs> and the cookie if you all yeah. know. And then so the molasses ah. cookies. But they were small little squares. And they went quickly, like hotcakes. <laughs> so the molasses cookies were a shout out to our guy aunt. Who's not with us today. What does he say? What does <laughs> <did you> he <laughs> say? That's what he says. <laughs> He's here. <laughs> but So he got, he used to get these molasses cookies and okay. they were delicious. So okay. I saw them and I was like, I've never had them other than when Aunt had them. So I was like, try them out. The other one, these are Seinfeld shout out. We're both Seinfeld fans. You got chocolate babka and the black and white
2: cookies, which were on the same episode of Seinfeld. I, I brought a, a cup of milk just in case. Okay. Because I am, because just in case. But do you even like babka? I do. You do? Yeah. I don't like it. Okay. I don't like the texture. Well don't eat Don't bring it here anymore. Okay. But then but then this. How do you shop at Trader Joe's for dessert? That's where that's also where the brookie was from, which was clearly But great. how do you shop at Trader Joe's for dessert? They got
3: some good cookies they got, they at Trader they got Joe's. Competitive pricing, yeah. low competitive pricing, delicious snacks. And good food overall He got all the answers Let's on. let's also be hey. fair We have Like I would I would go to here. the
2: gr- to, to the grocery store And go to the dessert aisle You know Go to to Go to the cake The Nestle's the, Yeah uh, I think You I mean I think Little Debbie and them You know what, you know what, what I mean numbers. I think the thing That needs Edelman's. to be addressed Early on <laughs> Is The
3: menu we have So <laughs> So we had the, Listen to the side dish So first I've made It was no
2: side dish Well that's what I'm getting to So Sean texts He's
3: like yo blah blah Come through um, Browerst is what Sean was going to be The main you know Provisions from boom, Sean boom. And so he said what's everyone bringing Somebody's like oh I'm bringing ribs And my cousin Drew I'm bringing lasagna So those were the side dishes pretty much <laughs> Some ribs is the side you know, so some Grandma Joe's lasagna It was absolutely it was, I'm a fan Yeah it was. it was good But yeah, we we ate well. Enjoyed the game. It was a good game, competitive game. It was it was pedestrian. I felt you didn't think it was that good of a game. Pedestrian. Okay, average. I mean, it wasn't like (laughs) I don't think it's going to go down. I don't think I've ever heard that expression before, like that in sports. Oh, you just thought somebody crossing the street? You're like,
2: no, I was like, I I get what he's saying, but at the same time, I've never heard that one. Yeah, Yeah. I don't. I don't
3: think it'll be a game that is like remembered years from now. But it was. It was competitive. Wasn't a stinker. No, it wasn't a stinker. Yeah. It's funny. It came down to exactly what everyone said beforehand. They were like, "Yeah, I don't know how the Bengals' oh, line is going to hold up against Aaron uh, Donald." Yeah. And then when the moment needed to happen, I, I thought he was this close to being the, the um, Super Bowl MVP. MVP. I thought you're in the MVP. I did my, too. My humblest yeah. opinions. Yeah. I thought Cooper Cup after Odell went out, they double teamed him a little bit, and you didn't really see much from him. But yeah. obviously, he stepped up late. You got the Odell jersey on. Yeah, the report is he tore his ACL, and they said, which is yeah. that's rough.
1: But he gets his ring. Yeah. To go along with all those early years in New York to kind of solidify a, a pretty good career. Yeah. You know. Is it over?
3: No, I, no I think, but I'm yeah, but he's he's towards the back end and he's had some some injuries now. Definitely, yeah. But I think he can still be I mean, we saw he can still be a productive guy. I mean yeah. this season.
2: Yeah what um, do you have uh, four catches two, two
1: catches 52 yards and a touch. and touchdown, touch. and, a moon, yeah. and a moonwalk,
2: and, a moonwalk. And, and, moonwalk. And, and how was the moonwalk I never got it was good fantastic yeah it was Yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah. yeah it was <laughs> absolutely yeah. he moonwalked in some spikes yeah, yeah he
3: did his thing <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm happy for him I, there, there was just, he's such a polarizing player in general and then with the mm-hmm. whole exit from the Browns there's all these storylines well the Browns kicked him to the curb and I was like not really like he clearly wanted to leave his dad makes a video and he leaves yeah. which is fine we talked yeah. about that before it yeah. happens yeah and it also wasn't like he like blew up the bronze locker room and left like he yeah just, he just it didn't
1: work out he yeah. left He's like, I, his quarterback's pretty Pedestrian Pedestrian There you go yeah. back. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't.
3: I personally Other than him The reports that he told Von Miller not to come to Cleveland Before the season I don't hold any ill will Towards him at all I yeah. like Odell I, like I think that's kind of grimy Browns. I think that's kind of that, grimy That was the only part Where I was like mm, I don't really appreciate that but That was kind of grimy Like his departure know? Yeah Is what it is No no yeah no. The, the departures, departures
2: Yeah but you know the 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 stories of him you know kind of doing warm ups and talking to other players come get me stuff come, like that you know that's 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 pretty grimy you it, know what i mean it you is, got one foot in the door and one foot out the door you're not going to be as productive as even you want to be yeah. and you'll never even realize that but consciously with you unconsciously with you having one foot out the door you're not running as fast. It's some balls that's coming to your hands, and you one foot in, one foot out. Now you want to. All of a sudden, you want to look good, yeah. and you consciously you weren't there. You know what yeah. I mean? So I I just think it was a little bit of a mess. But a lot of injuries. He himself. A lot of mediocre quarterback play. <laughs> I think he found a good place right Absolutely. there with Matthew Stafford and, and the rest of the team, and. Um, Still, was some bit of a role player, yeah. And in respect to Cooper Cup, and I mean, Cooper Cup had
3: like a historic NFL season, yeah, so. yeah, one of yeah. the best ever, yeah, yeah. 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 And you got so. and you got Bobby Trees when he's healthy, Robert yeah. Woods, but <laughs> Bobby Trees, yeah.
1: Um, I thought my my takeaway though from the Super Bowl, like I couldn't, I wasn't that impressed by the Rams. I don't look at them as a historically great team. Whereas Tampa last year, I did look at them as okay, Tam, that Tampa team could have played with some great teams in history. And they were going to go back-to-back without Godwin and Brown getting hurt. so
2: It was not a mistake. The Rams winning the Super Bowl was not a mistake, but we've seen better teams win the Super Bowl. And I believe that we saw better teams in the league this year. They just weren't able to really put it all together. Of course, those who went against the Rams. I don't know who pointed
3: it out, but it is a very strange and interesting fact that they said Tom Brady's career was bookended by Rams Super Bowls.
1: That's the, right, right, right,
3: right. What does right. that mean? So he, oh. they, he wins. The Rams win the year before he beats them. Oh right. wow! And then he or retires. two years. But was it the year no, the, the, the year before. Ravens
1: won in two thousand and the not the Rams won in ninety nine? Oh wow. um, So technically Brady's rookie year, Ravens win, but still yeah. the year before he, the 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 reigning champs the yeah, night the he Rams. was drafted were yep. the Rams. And then now, but he's retired. not retired. He's going to go to San Francisco for one last year. No.
2: It's like breaking news And I was like I was buying it for a second Yeah (laughs) Yeah. I don't believe he's over I don't believe he's done One last year in the bay Go home got a better chance Of Joe Montana coming back He's done done. Uh -uh. (laughs) Support for the Portaway podcast Is brought to you by Manscaped Manscaped offers Engineer precision tools For your family jewels (laughs) Now what I like about this product Is it's got lights I do everything in the dark and even in the dark, I was able to handle my business with no problem. I used it for my face, but it's actually made for below the waist. I can't show you what I did down there, but if you go to manscape.com right now, use our promo code MSTPWP, you get 20% off your purchase. Purchase that performance package 4.0 right now, and you get free shipping as well. It works.
3: So who else has done? Danny Jacobs? <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, let, well, let's get to the yeah. let's do the halftime show real quick because I did. It was good. Yeah, it yeah, was that was a
3: decent halftime show? So we throw up our dubs. There there was there was a lot know. of sea walking in there. They don't were do rocking that. it out. But, um, no, I thought it was really good. Did you
2: say it was a lot of sea walking in there. A lot there? of sea walking. <laughs>
3: um, I didn't realize. Somebody pointed out yesterday. I didn't realize that was the first like primarily hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Halftime show.
1: Yeah. They had Run DMC. Perform back in the day with Aerosmith, I mean, but yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And
3: you and I'm you've bad, had other yeah. ones like pop in. I know. I right. think Big Boy was on with like Maroon Five. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I was surprised. I, th- I thought it was good. Um, a lot of comments about Fifty Cent's physique, which is yeah. kind of funny. The
1: second he came on, I'm telling my mom, I'm go they, There's the meme of the year. Yeah, yeah. You know, fair or not, I love Fifty.
3: <laughs> I, 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 I surely could have done without "Lose Yourself" by Eminem. Didn't didn't need that in the slightest. I was like we're rocking. And then he starts like the forgot about Dre. And I was like, okay, that'd be cool. And then all of a sudden mom's spaghetti. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this this it. What, for what me. song
1: should he have done?
3: I would have been down for forgot about Dre to be honest. Or I feel like that's a good one. That, that made more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kendrick did his thing. Mary Kendrick J. K dot. Yeah. Um, Dre and Snoop. I mean, those are legends. Mm-hmm. All time legends.
1: Yeah. I love Dre, man. He's, uh, this as good as it gets. And yeah. like he, his music is uh, so orchestral. You listen to any of his beats, the guy's just amazing. Yeah. I miss perfect production.
3: Somebody pointed out, and I, I think you and I talked about it recently. I wish Nate Dogg had been there. I wish Nate Dogg was there because we they, like, didn't talk they, about like, that. But I no, think we talked right. about Nate Dogg recently. Oh, like, yeah. like, he would have been doing hooks till he was 150 and it's the best of all time,
1: yeah. no matter who comes after him. Yeah,
3: and so it'd been cool. I think Nate Dogg would have fit right in, but yeah.
1: Yeah. And then they, the uh, show? it was dope when um, Draper just a, did a quick little medley of I ain't Mad at You. Yeah. For on for the Tupac. doom, 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 doom. I
2: just
1: love that. Yeah. 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 Meanwhile,
2: Eminem was like on one knee. though. Yeah. <laughs> took, took the knee. I was like, dang. Yeah. Hey, you, got, you, just got, you got stage uh, freeze down there and stayed out there. Apparently, the NFL did not want <laughs> him to do that. Yeah.
3: said, tough luck, he did it anyway. Yeah. So shout out to Eminem for that. I lose yourself. Lost me,
2: but... I thought it was a good night of football. Ah, it lost you. Yeah, <laughs> what <I> <laughs> Good night of entertainment.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I thought overall everything was good. Commercials were good, as always. Um, the Pringles one was my favorite, but I feel like we're 20 minutes in talking about football. People
1: are out, outraged in the comments. Oh, don't be mad. We don't got timestamps for that reason. Don't
2: Let me say this, God because um, while I have a moment... Uh, my guy Pierre, shout out to Pierre. Yes, I gotta get his. What's the name of his podcast? Pierre's Panic Room. Pierre's Panic Room. I was watching it today. Okay, that dude's fire, mm-hmm. and the show is fire. And I am big on comedy. I'm big on movies, and we we were talking two days ago. He said, "Make sure you check it out." So I did, and I hit him up immediately. But no offense to y'all, but I was like, "Damn, like I should just did a podcast with with with, with Pierre." Fair. because Fair. like I get I would get the best of both worlds for myself I would mm-hmm. be able to do you know the comedy and and in that entertainment field without people being mad and then could also do my thing and he's a bit he's he's bigger. humongous on boxing yeah. you know what I mean like he's he's gigantic when, when it comes to the boxing game and so would it just really fit in and so we're working on some things yeah um, it's not too late to um, still we'll, do that. we'll see what happens yeah not that you care. You probably, wouldn't, like, even okay. care. <laughs> probably wouldn't care. It's probably what you care. No, luck. I did. I Good had that thought. I was, <laughs> like, I was like, dang, I should have done some with Pierre. Just be, you know, all the way at the beginning of this. Still can. Oh, okay. Yeah. Take but his show is fire. Uh check out Pierre's Panic Room when you get a chance. Uh the most most um uh most recent uh show he did had a comedian hamburger. You heard of hamburger?
1: I have heard of it, but I've I, heard of his helper. I'm not familiar he, with hamburger. He, he
2: his punchline he uses is hamburger. So after he after he tells his junk his joke, he always ends it. That's his exclamation point hamburger. That's a part of his act. Anyway, any relation to the Hamburglar? No. Okay. Anyway, he's telling the story, the notorious story about when uh, Bernie Mac did Death Jam, mm-hmm. and I mean I've heard that story so many times, but I've never heard that story from someone who was there that night. And so, man, and Bernie Mac is one of the best to ever do All it. All time, yep. Ever, no doubt. And, and and for me, and I've watched everything of Bernie. I've watched some stuff of Bernie where you could tell somebody was holding a a video camera like this. Like yeah. that's how deep I go in the, in the comedy game. And when Hamburger was telling the story, I just was like, damn! Like it was as as great and as genius as I would have thought it was. Um, anybody that doesn't know that story about Bernie Mac. Doing Def Jam, check out uh, Pierre's Panic Room, and you'll hear Hamburger and Pierre talking all about it. That I do know.
1: I I don't know if it's the the time that Pierre would be referencing, but I've seen video of Bernie Mac do Def Jam on YouTube, yep, and he literally had people physically shaking in their seats, (laughs) like. Almost having convulsions, yeah. laughing. It was, it, yeah.
2: It was. I I loved uh, you got it. Pierre's Panic Room, especially if you love Bernie Mac, if and you, especially
3: like, if you're looking for a Sean Porter Pierre.
2: <laughs> <Potter>. <laughs> right. uh If you like hamburger, if you like comedy, check this out. And I will do the long story short because again, I've never heard it this way. But the long story short is, and I just love and I love the way Hamburger told the story. But anyway. Bernie Mac's in the back He's got to go out And they had just Booed somebody off the stage That's not something That was really done At Def Jam And Bernie Mac Wasn't good He wasn't down with it He was like Yo you Do something Before I go out Anyway he goes out And if you've never seen That 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 uh, That that 10 minutes That Bernie Mac did On Def Jam It's It's One of Is the that greatest why he said I'm not afraid of you I'm mother. not scared of you mo- yeah. yeah I ain't afraid of you That's yeah. why he's saying it Yes oh. Oh, see, I and, thought it was part of his
1: routine, just something he did
2: no, anywhere he went. No, and we're and we aren't. We were young, you know what I mean. We've seen it so many times that when I I had heard the story so many times, but they hear the way it's told on the Panic Room. Check it out. It's it was it made it even more amazing. To That's hear the it.
1: one where they're physically shaking in their seats, yes. laughing so hard. Yes, great story.
2: Yes, great story. Check it out, Pierre's Panic Room.
1: I'm I not going it, it,
2: to plug it anymore, but I'm hyped, man. The first 100 I, 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 you did the 100 plug. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Had get I had one out it. of them. I'm, again, I'm big <laughs> on comedy and I'm big on Bernie Mac. And I had never heard the story told the way that Hamburger tells the story. Salute the Hamburger. And in my personal opinion, he's a really great uh, comedian, too.
1: Carson's like now.
2: As for the Porterway podcast, yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I know, I
1: know the audience.
2: <laughs> but no, check it out. <laughs> I,
3: I, I, I'll tie this in. I, I, feel, I feel similar to Bernie Mac as I do about Nate Dogg. I think Bernie would have been doing it forever. He yeah. is one of the greats of the of the greats. Mm-hmm. But, for sure, even yeah. a sitcom
1: and PG rated was funny. Absolutely,
3: right? mm-hmm. no question. But mm-hmm. before the Super Bowl, the day before, we had Sean's old rival. Daniel Jacobs in the room, the miracle man, the miracle man.
2: I have not thought about how I was going to address this, how (laughs) I was going to talk about anything. So let's go. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I I feel like I
3: have very, just a very concise take on it. I was very unhappy about the performance. I thought for the first, like I think it was six or seven rounds. It it looked like a sparring match. He was cutting him up. Didn't, really looked like he was even out didn't even need, need to go out of cruise control. He looked like he could just outbox him. And then in the second half of the fight, he went southpaw more. He yeah. started to sit and exchange a little bit more. Yeah. And is getting hit.
2: Yeah.
3: Which cost him fight. I don't know to be fair if his legs weren't there where he couldn't keep boxing like he was, but yeah. I don't know if that was a if that was a strategy thing. It was the wrong one. But Let
2: me address the 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 southpaw because I, I I really did, man. Um, hate's a strong word, but I hated seeing it. And it's not that I think every time we fought, we probably fought six six times when we were in the amateurs. I don't remember him I don't remember him ever going southpaw. He may have, but I don't remember it. And I'm not knocking him saying, Yo, you've yeah. never been a southpaw, you can't be a southpaw now. But if you whenever I talk about guys who switch and they and they switch hit. always talk about there having to be a rhyme and a reason to why you switch. You don't switch because you look better as a southpaw. You switch to land a certain punch as a southpaw. If that punch isn't there, you switch back and you box where you are comfortable. You box where you can be effective at at any point in the match. And there are guys, i.e. Terrence Crawford, who can switch and be defensive. So... Really quick, if I'm if my left foot's out front, my, my slip is right and left or left and right. And depending on the guy who's who I'm fighting, I'm either gonna be going left or I'm gonna be going right. So Terrence Crawford as an example, he's the kind of guy that will be left will have his left foot out front and he's slipping. He can switch and immediately he sw- he, he slips the correct way he's supposed to slip. Yeah. Not everybody that switches can work their offense and their defense the same way. Take some some guys. It takes them a couple of seconds to really make a mental adjustment that they are now southpaw or orthodox, and now things kind of move a little differently. With that being said, why are you fighting southpaw if you are not being effective as a southpaw? That's not your natural way of, of fighting. That isn't that isn't your consistent way of fighting. And I kept every time I was like, "Why are you southpaw?" I have a theory. Why?
1: Yes, I think. Well, uh, did you hear this a lot coming up? And when you're tired, your jab is your best friend. Yeah, I think he tried to switch southpaw and just
2: get that power
1: hand to his jab. He tried to jab his way through the tenth round, and he might have actually won that round. Um, but body language killed him in this fight. Yeah,
2: body language killed him in this fight. And what? And so, what's going on? Yeah, and I, and I, I think,
3: think I think for DJ, and we've mentioned with other fighters before, I. If he, if i didn't hold him in such high esteem yeah i'd have come in here and be like yep happens yeah. lost whatever yeah but i know how good daniel jacobs is and i know how good he fought in the first half of the fight yeah. so i'm like it was it was it was very frustrating yeah. but
1: yeah i thought i at first half of the fight i had him up 5 rounds to 1, as one did I. going back and scoring it yeah. at the end of the night i even think he, i th- i had him 115-113 as did i but rounds four and ten were so close yeah. that there's no problem with those swing rounds. Mm-hmm. And body language killed him in this fight because mm-hmm. when, he's, when his hands are at his side down the stretch of the fight in the clinches and he's exa- you know, tired and Ryder is you know, just working in there, n- n- nothing really on those shots. But he's just being busy in the clinches and Jacob's every now and then his head's getting knocked up and yeah. it just looks bad to the judges. It looked
2: really yeah. bad to me. Uh, even seeing, because he's one of those fighters that can roll off his shots and, right. take, and take a lot of the impact off of the shots and things like that, but when- again, Sometimes when, they just see your head moving. Yeah, they just they see your head even, moving yeah, yeah. And, and they think that you're getting hit and then guess what? You're not punching back. Yeah, You know what I mean? He, I felt like he tried to smother Ryder. I felt like he tried to be, he tried to, to punch and then clinch too much. It just, I felt like he was all over the place. And to be, to be at least a little bit
3: fair, Ryder- you got the job done. Turn the heat up in the second half of the fight. And he
2: turned it
1: up in the second half. And you won well, the he, fight. So yeah. He kept his defense tight in yeah. the first half. He he didn't take too many he didn't
3: chances. Didn't get blown out early. Like, Waited until Jacob losing, slowed down. Yeah, it's and, a good shot. Right.
2: Let me tell you what, what, uh, what, 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 what made Daniel Jacobs so good slash great. He was a great amateur. What made him great as an amateur was he had really good boxing ability. We were fighting in too many rounds, so things are a little different. But he had great boxing ability, great feet, and he had great timing. He had he had a lot of what um, what I know, Demetrius Andre to do. Demi- Demetrius can find that range and that distance, and keep you exactly where he needs you, so he can hit you and literally lean out of the way, and you can't hit him. And 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 Jacobs did the same thing as an amateur. He was da 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 three or four punches, and he would clinch, or three or four punches, he's and he's, he's out. Slick Stepping around All this and that A lot of people Back in the day Compared him to Vernon Forrest uh, Mm. As an amateur He was a lot like Vernon Forrest Was really quick With his hands And had pop as well You know what I mean So when you are Sean Porter And you've gone against it You're Sean Porter And you've seen The best of it And then you don't see A lot of that anymore It's not just Not seeing it It's like I don't see A lot of the things That you used to do Great and great is not an exaggeration. He he did a lot of things great. There are people who do a lot of things really good. Yeah. He was really great at a lot of things. And I was really frustrated Saturday just seeing him not pull the trigger, seeing him a lot like Keith Thurman, go forward, go at him, and then just kind of pull pull off of it. And it really is, man. A, it, it, it is a direct... Um, it, you it, It's directly uh, t- uh contributed to how... Your training goes and your preparation for a fight. And I talked about redlining uh last weekend. And I just I saw moments where you I, I've been there and I've experienced myself yeah. and I know where that three or four punch, and you know, hey, he's done. He's yeah. done after
3: that. And I don't know what uh we, we've talked about before, not wanting to like retire guys or like say, hey, you know, maybe it's time, but for DJ, I mean you fought the best. You fought Canelo, you fought triple G and then back to back we never got
1: charlo unfortunately
3: yeah and i don't really want to see the charlo fight cuz i like dj and i i think one of them is still trending kind of upwards and and dj clearly at this point is, is declining at least a little bit we've seen we saw the rosado fight which to be fair it was better than the rosado performance yeah. so that's good
1: but it's back to back performances that aren't daniel jacobs like that's not the daniel jacobs we've watched for yeah. years well yeah. he hasn't really since the canelo fight and and some some of the sentiment around people in the sport is he got paid really big money in that Canelo fight and you know, the hunger satisfied that's what happened. Yeah. So, but I, I, it brings me to a question with this, with a, with a former champion like Daniel Jacobs, this kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, Mikey Garcia against Sandor Martin. Um, and Martin. And we saw Gary Russell, not quite look himself, Keith Thurman's coming back. And, and my question is for these former champions, guys that were top guys in your thirties, Inactivity, some injuries, how much of it is because I do think some of it is mental. I think some of these guys have made some good money yeah. and boxing's really fucking hard. And yeah. you know, so that it, but and and that has <laughs> to do with it, but also it's the physical. And so I'm just curious with each of those guys I named, and Keith looked good a week or two ago. Um, if they did put their all into it, how much is physically left there? How much of these performances from Russell? uh uh Mikey Daniel is they're paid, they're former champions now and they're not putting 110% into camp and how much of it is even if they did their bodies can't quite do what they used yeah. to do and and I, and I'm just curious I get the sense from all of those guys they do at least have a little something more if if they have that hunger and the lust for the sport yeah. still so I'm just I'm always I don't know what do you think yeah. Sean
3: or Car- I was yeah. going to say and, it, and it's tough to I guess it's tough to actually quantify it, right? Because, cause like you said, it could be something where it's part mental, and then you get to a certain point where then the mental and the physical blend, and it's like, right? I think I can do this still, but then you can't physically, or vice versa. Where you're like, I can physically do this, but then your mind's like,
1: because do I really want? Do that really was want the case with this? Zab Judah. <laughs> yeah, for me, you know, was. For the longest time, people, you know, if Zab just puts it all together, a focus Zab, a focus Zab. And I would start noticing around, after Kodo, really around Kodo and after Kodo, it's not there anymore. Mm -hmm. You guys keep making it about if Zab's focused, if Zab gets a new trainer. At some point, the gifts go away if if. You don't keep them sharp, I guess, you know, is what it looks like.
2: Man, it's, uh, it's it really has been a been, been a blessing being me. Uh, a lot of what I have and what I've done is God-given. And the other side of that is my dad really did kind of know if, if I push this dude to his limits in training, he's going to go into the ring and he's going to be as vicious as he needs to be. And he's going to fight as hard as he needs to fight with no question. And that kind of was my dad's thing. We we swam. I, everybody's heard it. We swam. We ran in the mountains. We, you know, ran on the track. We uh, we had altitude chamber, taking us up to like twenty thousand feet in the in the altitude and all these different things to simulate. And all of that was for for one night. <laughs> yeah. It was always just for one night. And but my and and but my dad knew if I did all this, then that one night I don't. He was trying to always prove something to me that you're that you're in shape and you can do everything that we train train you to do through the course of a fight. And then the other side of that was he he we had no question. We we always knew everything that we did to prepare for a fight, and there was ever, there was never a question that we weren't prepared. A lot of these guys are don't have someone to push them to that limit. Um, first guy that came to mind is Shakir Stevens Mm -hmm. Um, he's a phenomenal athlete but if somebody's not pushing that everything to the limit he's going to get into a point one at some point he's going to come to the point where he hasn't worked as hard as he needed to work and so now work means more than the talent I.E. Daniel Jacobs. Now you need to work harder because the talent starting to decline or whatever the case may be, and you don't have it. And now you can't put it all together. You know what I mean? So um, I, again, like I I just feel very blessed that um, my dad was able to really just have the mindset to push and I had the mindset to not care. And then, um, honestly, man, once I started realizing that I cared, it was like, okay, um, how many more we got and uh, how long until I get there? Because I'm not going to let anybody see me slipping. And, you know, that that really was the reason why I I was like, hey, um, after Terrence Crawford, I'm done, because I knew that it was so many hard camps and it was so many hard fights fought and kind of the list goes on. I was like, you know, I'm. The money wasn't didn't change me, and the lifestyle didn't change me. But I saw it starting to change me, and I was like, before I allow it to change me, and everybody see that hmm. that that it's uh, you know that it's really prevent me from being all I can be. Yeah. Let me uh, let me get the best that I can get out of myself because
1: it, because it did look like for the last fight of your career, it wasn't the physical. It yeah. was you, you, it, you had enough of, yeah. of boxing. Yeah. Yeah. But with these guys, some of them physical gifts, they they don't look quite the same as in their twenties. When you fought, I I don't know if you think so too, but when he fought Buddy, the speed was yeah maybe maybe you you were a little stronger you know making weight that long you maybe you're not mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the bulky guy that fought Malinagi but basically all the gifts were still there yeah so but Except for his busted ass hips right <laughs>
3: really that and that is one what happened to those I things? mean that that is one <laughs> funny storyline we don't need to dive too deep into the, the Boots Ennis situation yeah. but right. um
1: by the know. way can I I love boots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah no, nah, no,
3: no, biggie. Yeah, no biggie. I, I was gonna say. I'm, I mean, at the time, I disagree with Sean's take. But we're here. Yeah. Let's. Uh,
1: I still felt like, and I saw you did an interview yeah. uh, with Marcos about it, and he said the same thing. I, I still felt like you were trying to say unproven more than overrated. Not, mm-hmm. not like maybe he is that guy, but I need to see it first. Yeah. Not that, but in your own words. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I said it was in my own words, and um, I think the main thing was. Um, I don't know man I, ch- I chose to say what i what what came to my mind mm-hmm. and it is I think essentially it is how I feel I feel that um wh- while I'm looking at this boxing as it's a competition and the best man will win other people are looking at this like there's no competition for 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 boots. uh for boots in this and it's funny because while I agree, I'd rather I'd rather see it than, than everybody just jump on that and say that. would rather see it than to be it? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, nah, I ain't say all that. Well, Relax. I mean, well, that was my, my tie-in, which
3: I got to us with this, was your hips, was that people were like, will Sean come back? And I was like, you guys really missed
2: the motivational Monday. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, dude, dude technically was <laughs> suggested to get double hip replaced, but like, he's really not coming back. Yeah,
2: but yeah. Um, you guys got to check out the Mo- motivational Monday. I didn't though, know so. that. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. Vernel Lucas. You ain't watch he, it either. That's our fault. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I do think overrated was. I disagree with the sentiment. I disagree with the yeah. word choice. Yeah. yeah. So I disagree with the whole thing.
2: Oh, oh, oh. But I, I heard him. I, I was said, like, oh, I, I disagree that. with the sentiment. Yeah. I, I, I disagree said, with
3: the I word choice. Mean, yeah. To be fair, <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah.
5: yeah
2: so I disagree fair. with the whole thing. What? I, to be fair,
3: I said that last week in the moment. Yeah. 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 But yeah o- overrated to me. And it, I mean, it, words, have, words have meanings and definitions, but in sports, there's like, there's different like ways you can use them. I think overrated to me means he's not that talented. He's not as talented um, as we think he is, right. Right. which I think is incorrect. You're right. Where you say unproven. Sure. And I think Boots, I think Boots in interviews afterwards kind of said the same thing. Like, hey, I haven't been in there, but I, it's not because of me. <laughs> I want to be in there with the best guys. Yeah. They just haven't put me in there. Yeah. But you're not going to no, no, fight him. No. He's not going to fight him. No. I will never fight Boots in
2: this. Yeah. Listen, um, this is what I will say. I'll go back to what we we had covered uh, some odd um, shows ago. Uh, we were talking about the, the 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 um mind the mind state of a fighter and the mind state of those around that fighter. We talked about how you were like you know you said something like, oh, "Gosh, I hope you never get in the ring oh, with Keith the, Thurman." And then, and, I, and, and then I, I, said the same thing about boots. And in my mind, I was thinking to myself like, at that point in time, and I, I told you, I said I was literally thinking, "F you." Yeah. And it's because I can't allow myself to. Hold on to any thoughts or sentiments that you may have about me getting in the ring because if I get in the ring and there's any hesitation, I get in the ring and there's any fear or or true fear that's going to prevent me from doing what I need to do, I don't walk out of the ring the way that I did. And so while I'm, while as a fighter, I know that this is how we think and this is how we feel. We all feel like we're superheroes and we, we're we untouchable. The guy's at the top. Mm-hmm. And then you got everybody on the outside saying, oh, man, that's a great fight. Or just saying, oh, man, that's a great fighter. Now we, we've we come up against Boots. And I've publicly said that Boots is the next big best thing we've had to Roy Jones Jr. Yeah. And I honestly believe that. But at the same time, as a fighter, I would never allow myself to think that if I was getting in the ring with him. So while I hear everybody saying he's going to watch this guy, he's going to watch that guy, so on and so forth, I'm thinking like a fighter.
1: Right.
2: And a fighter would never would never allow I would never allow myself or anybody else that that that's getting in the ring with another fighter. I'd never allow anybody tell me, oh he's just going to watch that guy, he's going to watch that guy because as a fighter, I can't believe it and I don't think y'all understand how we are as fighters. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think y'all understand while y'all are saying, man, that dude hits hard. Well, a lot of us are like, fuck him, I hit hard too. Yeah. And while you may look at it and say, oh, he's just talking, that's really what we're thinking and how we're feeling. You know what I mean? When I think so. I think he responded as a fighter. He said, hey, you got, <laughs> Absolutely. You got something negative to
3: say, get yeah. the ring. Do yeah. like, if you, if you think I'm overrated? Yeah. Fight me. Yeah. Um, Which I I can understand. He's a young dude and, and he has the same thing with EJ before he got his shots so hungry he yeah. wants to fight those guys so yeah. for him he's like wait one of the top guys called me out yeah I, i've been wanting one of you guys let's go ahead and make that make that happen so yeah.
1: i I, res- I respect it from boots well the, well, the other guys yeah. ain't really going back and forth with him so no so course. sean will, and, sean and, will give him some and pump. that's what yeah. I, think, I, think, <laughs> I think that's what it was i
3: think it was something where none of the none of the top guys
2: yeah none so of
3: he's them. dying yeah. for someone errol to say
2: Spence, i've never heard him say Hell yeah, I want to fight boots. I've never <laughs> said Bud or Keith said, and that's this what is no issue. And, I, and I'm realizing that that's what irks me. The yeah. saying I've talked about you and Keith. I've had other people talk to me about other fights. Like man, uh, you gonna fight that guy, or man, yeah. uh, uh, you? I hope you never have to fight. And I was always like, f you, f that. Yeah. I don't know. Nobody ever told me not to, not to, you know. But I just never would allow myself to think the way people outside of the boxing ring right. thought. And felt, right. And I think that people outside of the ring say, "Give him such high praise." I get it, but as a fighter, it's just a part of me that just won't accept it <laughs> because I don't think I don't think any other fighter out there will accept it. Yeah, we could we could argue up and down yeah. who's gonna win between Ortiz of and Ennis. Ennis. And and, and Ennis is going to argue yeah. till he dies and yeah. I'll beat Ortiz. Yeah. And Ortiz is going to argue till he dies that I'll beat Ennis. Yeah. And while 100 people are saying, no, you got no chance to beat Ennis. Yeah. He's looking at all 100 people saying, F you, I'll fight each and every one of y'all before I fight him. Mm-hmm. And I'll still get in the ring and beat his ass. Yeah. Because yeah. that's how we think and that's how and we I, feel. And I think to kind of close on that, I think that was the... Um,
3: uh, I guess the negative reaction. Some people, to be fair, agreed with you. Some people thought, "Yeah, he is kind of unproven." Other people said, Trump Porter's an idiot." Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think the main thing is people were like, "Well, it's kind of hating." You're, you're. This is the next guy coming up, and you retired like, "Yeah, sorry." <laughs> like, and it's not somebody. To <laughs> he be fair. helped
1: get him some publicity, right? All publicity is. <laughs> I, I, oh, I it, doubt it. I didn't get him much it, publicity. If you want to well, look hey, at it that way, sure, hey. <laughs> buzzed a little bit.
3: But, but it is just something where it's like he is the next guy, and it, it looked. I know you, and yep. I know you're I know you like boots. I know yes. you think he's the next guy. Yeah, but the way it looked was okay. Old fighter retires, and then now that he no longer has <laughs> to fight that guy, it's easy to say. It's easy for me to say somebody's yeah. over it. I have to fight him. Yeah, until they pull up on me, yeah. Timothy Bradley. But um, <laughs> the. uh so I think that was the that was the negative connotation to it was that oh Sean Porter retired and now he wants to say something about boots not when you're active. But, I don't
2: think I was ever public about it, but I I already knew that I'd never get in the ring with boots.
3: Yeah, I think you. Yeah, kind you of, said that. Yeah, I think I, did, I think yeah. you said it on the show, and I think you alluded to it. Like, there's just you definitely said on the show, I'm not fighting any of the young guys. So. I
2: was trying to get um our producer to pull up this clip, but we we couldn't find it. If you have an opportunity to find my fight with Andre Burtle that was 2017 that was 2017 like like May ish yeah. of 2017 and if you watch that entire fight i think it was uh, i think it was an 8th round knockout or a ninth round knockout after the fight ends and uh the fight's been waved off you'll see me if you have a chance to find that you'll see me walk over to the ropes and i put my hands on the ropes and i just kind of like stood there for a minute and I was thinking to myself at that moment, damn, this was a hard fight. Damn. This was a hard night. I was like, <sighs> I was exhausted. Could not wait to get out of the ring, but I could, I couldn't get to my corner, yeah. but I couldn't wait to get out of the ring. But I remember thinking in that moment while I was, my hands were on the ropes. I don't know how many more times I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. Cause it's that hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, for me, it was, yeah, right there, we got it, right? And, and it's really it was really hard for me to prepare for each and every fight that I had. But the thing was, it was so necessary for me to go as hard as I went in training to be able to That's perform my right there. as hard as I performed every time I went out there and did what I had to do to be successful. And even in those fights that I lost or had my draw in, those those were all very, you know, the effort was bar none in those in those fights and it just was very hard for me to train, get prepared, to do what I had to do. And then after this fight right here, I walked over to the to the to the other corner and I just was standing standing there for a minute and I really had the thought like, I don't know how this was hard. I don't know how many more times I'm gonna do this. Did they rule, did they rule the one before that a knockdown? By the way, uh,
3: because it clearly looked like a clash of heads, and then he stumbles back into the ropes.
2: But I don't think he ruled it a knockdown. He stepped in,
1: maybe just yeah,
2: to maybe I don't just remember to exactly. set you guys up. Yeah,
1: looks like Jamal Charlo was rooting for you. <laughs> <laughs> one of the clips, um, hey, Andre Berto,
3: what a guy. Hope he's doing well. Absolutely. That's my guy.
2: I actually saw him in a shot with um with Sam the other day. There you go. Oh yeah, yeah I, I actually yeah. did as well. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. yeah shout out yeah. to Andre Berto. So that's 2017. yeah Sean Porter thinking like that. yeah, yeah. so you fast forward in this 2022 uh 2021 essentially is what I when I decided that this is my last fight. I'm done. I'm not gonna do this anymore and I got a young lion <laughs> calling me out, no, it's not about me ducking him and I decided to retire so that I could say things about him. It's about me knowing everything that I could do and would not do in this sport. I had no intentions to move up to multiple weight divisions to to conquer those divisions. I probably could have. Especially um, after eating those desserts, those tasty, <laughs> tasty desserts. I and 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 all re- all respect to anybody at one fifty four, one sixty. But I was one hundred sixty five pounds as an amateur. I did it as an amateur. I'm I'm pretty sure I could have done it as a professional, and definitely at one fifty four. But. Like I said, man, with uh, with everything that's going on with me physically now, check out the Monday, mon, mo, uh, the Monday Dr. motivational <laughs> Lucas. Yeah. The Motivational Monday episode. Um, and then, um, you know, where my mind state was at one at at 2017. I I knew that I was on the clock and I think that, um, you know, I, I use my time wisely.
1: Did you, know? you feel your body breaking down?
2: In that in that fight, yeah. no, the fight him, was just look at the X-rays of his hips. That they fight was.
1: Floyd Mayweather said his body started breaking down after the Gotti fight. Yeah, you know, still able to win fights, but yeah. his body was already. Yeah,
2: this one, no, Mm-mm. the hip, yes, the body, no and the, and even the mind no hip i mean it's a part of the body anybody right? <laughs> very true all right yeah well you know what i'm saying like no. the rest of the body yeah. the hip yes the rest of the body no but anybody that saw me on the mountain the week before two weeks before my fight and um, my dad was trying to get me to go up on the mountain the week before the fight. I was like, I'm done. That's like, no. like I'm done. There's no reason to go up that hallway and say, wait, and he wait. Like, he, he was like, man, is I'm taking it just a shot of his preparation say, after this one. Is it just me or is he tripping? <laughs> <laughs> he, he said, yeah, man, you don't need to go back up there. I said, yeah, like, yeah, can you tell him? <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, so. Um,
3: yeah, no, I think we I think we close on that. I don't think anything else needs to be really said. It is what it is. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah one thing so we have some fights this weekend Art, honestly honestly this is the most excited i've been about i fight wanted you i while. wanted to get over there with you i was trying to nah, i don't need I, I would prefer to be watching it watching it from home yeah from here but uh you do know that song from all, Mr. all, all
2: exclusive paid trip to england and he didn't want i wasn't going for it he, wouldn't, he didn't want it i'm really exci- i'm fight. really excited
3: for this fight man
2: i know you are <laughs> and honestly i've i really
3: still could convince myself either way who wins hmm yeah yeah. I think I, I if official pick, I think it's Cub Yeah. I think the special one gets it done. But man, you, you could if you talk if you talk me down right now instead of mere Collins, I'll be like, yeah. Amir Khan wins. The only thing I'm like, man, that speed is just <laughs> The Speed, the speed the speed's gonna be there, but Cal Brook, known for his timing. And the second thing can beat speed, it's timing.
2: Anybody that that talked about this fight back in the day, they said Amir Khan wouldn't do it because he 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 had too much to to risk in terms of his reputation. It's the one fight he never wanted to lose. Over there, yeah, the the only fight he didn't want to lose. And so it's really hard for me to fathom that he won't get up and be like as on point as we've seen him since 2004 Olympics, you know. What I, I mean? talked to him
1: today. Yeah, and that's what he seemed like. Yeah, he still seems like that. One thing about Amir Khan, like he is he still here? No, no, he's over. Oh, there. He's, he's over. There. Down, yeah, man. yeah. Okay. One one thing, give him credit, man. Is he genuinely wanted the big fights mm-hmm. and to fight the best? Yeah. Um. Yeah, and and uh, always gave always gave it his all in his fights. I got a lot of respect for Khan. I'm, Looking I've, b-
3: I've said it before, I'm a big fan of both of them. And I oh, think yeah. Amir Khan gets absolutely the. I think he gets his just due. Do you know when's the
1: last time he was world champion? Oof. It was actually over a decade ago now. What? The last time Amir Khan was world champion is when he knocked out Zab Judah.
2: 2012. 11. 2011. And, uh. Good yeah,
1: lord. Brooke, yeah. Brooke, a half decade ago. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I don't. Handed him that
2: belt. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Chill out, man. No. You, you need good. to go on. It was a good fight. Maternity leave or something, man. <laughs> it yeah. was a good fight. It,
3: it man. was a good fight. And I think, like, I it, prime, like, in their prime, this. does, does oh, bro, he at 47, Brooke. he wins, right? Yeah. But, like, now, and I mentioned it to you, Sean, as I tell, is... The punch resistance is an interesting battle. Like that's yeah. what it comes down they're to. Uh, they're one up. <laughs> <laughs> each other. He's like, well, I've always had a question with Chan. Why have two broken orbital bones? It's
1: like, right, ah, right. We'll no, play. it is it is Cal Brook at the stage with that those injuries he's had to his orbital bones? Yeah. Where if you just if you just hit him good, even if you're not a puncher, because Khan not a puncher, but he's got those stinging fast punches yeah. that look like they, they sting. Yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> they sting. <laughs> right, and yeah. and th- that's the question. Khan's going to get off first. Yeah, Khan should be able to win. The first round, two, three, because he can get off with that speed whenever he wants. To. Then once Kel times him up a little bit. can Right. But in order to time him, <laughs> as in order to yeah. time him, That's he's probably going to have to take some combinations from Amir Khan. Absolutely. If they land right here, can he withstand it long enough to get Khan's timing and land his chocolate brownie, his I'm right going, hand?
2: I'm going with Amir. Going with Amir?
1: Okay. With right. I, something in my gut you says guys. that. My, my head <laughs> yeah. says, Brooke, because my head says heavier hands, timing, natural welterweight. He would have always won this fight, probably. So I, but something in my gut says Khan's more up for this, and he has a little bit more of a competitor's edge. A little bit you more so? doesn't want to lose. I, thought, I think yeah. Kel.
3: I think Kel actually has that. I think Kel's the one. I think that, Kel just doesn't fucking like him. And that, but I think, I think Khan, that Khan has more of a like. Can't, I can't. I don't I go to sleep at I, like, I, I, <laughs> I think Kel's been wanting this fight, and I don't think. I think Amir. You kind of mentioned earlier. This was a fight Amir was like, I don't want to lose this one, and Kel was like, No, let's fight. Like I, I don't know. It was obvious. But maybe Amir it worked.
1: He yeah. waited till the to the to the right moment. Maybe it works. Yeah, and, <laughs> and
3: part of me, and this was just, I mean, I like boxing math. I'm thinking in my head, you know, Kelly yeah, he has those those issues with, with your hold of bones. But I'm like, Yeah, but it was against Golovkin, Errol Spence, and then Bud Crawford. Like yeah. you talk about three guys that can put anyone we saw, out. We saw Sean like,
1: take a hundred or so shots in the yeah. first one Brooke took, he was out of there. Yeah, you know, and Sean's got a good chin, but
3: and then it's like a mirror yeah. I've seen. I saw British Prescott fold them like a lawn chair in the, in the corner. And that was out of nowhere. Feels like 15, 20 years ago, it probably is. because it probably was. 15 yeah, years ago I, I don't know. It, yeah. it, it is going to be it's going to be a really fun fight, I think. It is because this is two guys. They always talk about like the last showdown, like in a Western. Yeah, this is kind of it. Yeah, it's like, hey.
2: This is pretty much it, right? That's it. Yeah. yeah. Who like,
1: walks away as
2: Britain's guy? Yeah. Of that era, over, yeah, is yeah. over
3: there Manchester. Because
2: I don't think either one of these guys are gonna really want to continue. I, I no. could see them trying to do what yeah. Mayweather's doing, doing of some course. Dubai stuff that will no, never surface and stuff fought like that. Like Billy
1: Dib last year, the year he before, did. Uh, so yeah. he, he fought him in 2019 yeah. and it looked good.
3: Yeah. So it's one of those. I could see that yeah. angle where like yeah, but not the big fights. But yeah, this is like a hey, one of us, one of us is is out of here. One of us leaving town. Yeah. And so I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a good fight. Um, yeah, Natasha, can, can Natasha he, Jonas fights on the undercard. There also is another card to men, just another fight. Uh, Jaime Mungia fights
1: Demetrius Ballard. Yeah, which uh, should Mungia should once again.
3: I think so too. Ballard is somebody that's gonna land some shots, and Mungia is not somebody who is a defensive wizard. So crazier things have happened. Maybe you know, <laughs> catch him with something. We like, say this every time. This kid's this kid's active yeah. and in his prime. I'm a big I'm a big Mungia right. fan, but. Yeah. Uh, so the, the one thing I think that we can kind of touch on that you can maybe touch on better than us would be, uh, Ryan Garcia going with Joe Goosen. Yeah. What do you, um, what do you think just overall thoughts on that? And then what does Joe Goosen do that might help young Rye? Oh
2: Rye? Um, I think that I'll, I'll answer the first one, uh, or the second one. I, I think that, uh, Joe Goosen was, you know, we talk a lot about experience and, you know, I think that, my comprehension of experience is you, you can't, you just, some things you don't know until you go through it. Yeah. It's no, it's, it's
1: not, you don't know what you don't know.
2: You don't know what you don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah.
3: And diversity makes champion.
2: And diversity. <laughs> you got I brought it. that. I brought that back. Got an asshole. Motivation Monday. <laughs> but when you, so, okay, here, I'll just use this for an example. If, if you've never done the kind of training that I've done, I have. You you may think that you're <laughs> in shape for fights, but then when you come and you do it the portaway and my dad says, "Hey, do you know how to swim?" and you're like, "No." And he's like, "Okay, well, we're gonna Good get, luck <laughs> we're going to get in this 5-foot pool so that you can swim." And you yeah. just you go in, you and, and you work on it. But while you're working on that, what that's doing is my dad connected the physical with the mental. And he he learned that if I can get my son to swim and get comfortable in the water, then he'll be comfortable under any condition in the ring. Actually proved itself right. So for for a fighter, and I'm cutting even shorter, so for any any fighter that thinks they're in shape and then they get with Kenny Porter and Kenny Porter says, well, hey, you're going to start swimming. That's an experience that that fighter's never had, that Mm -hmm. all of a sudden he's stronger and lasts much longer in the boxing ring and you can say, well, Kenny Porter got me into Great condition for this fight, and I haven't been here since. Or you can't handle it. So, or, or you can't handle it. In yeah. in my dad's case, nobody handles it. So, yeah. um, I think that Joe's going to bring some experiences to Ryan Garcia that he may not have had before. Um, some different techniques, some different, um, just boxing, just kind of like the IQ of boxing, kind of the what the the who, what's when, where, how to do certain things that. Nobody that I'm assuming that no one's been able to kind of touch on with uh, Ryan Garcia. And I don't think it's a knock on Eddie
3: Reynoso. Sometimes, I mean, mm-hmm. fighters train trainers all the time. Yeah.
2: Um, Reynoso's a
1: great trainer right now.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, someone argues he's the best trainer in the game right now. He's got so, some great so, drills. And then, and then yeah. every
2: fighter, every trainer has their style. So yeah. maybe um, Eddie's style is more of, more of an aggressive attack and, you know, setting up certain punches. And maybe. I'm speculating 100%, but maybe Ryan's looking for something different and he found out that he could get that from Joe.
3: What? I know you, I, correct me if I'm wrong, you haven't worked like in a gym with Joe. Person.
2: No, but we've had conversations. That,
3: that was going to be my next question. What does what he do as a trainer? What What is his,
1: is he? Gets you in shape.
3: Yeah, that and that's what I've heard. Is that he's, he's Does got, he? I, I, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah I've look heard, look yeah. how Chris Ariola performed against Ruiz. He yeah, probably has at forty-one. He, he
3: probably has him working yeah. out in the
1: damn jean
3: jackets <laughs> and, and <laughs> right, jeans. Right, this is your attire. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think that Joe um, Joe's kind of like a he's a, he's he's kind of a scenarios kind of guy. So he'll mm, he'll probably break west. down all of these scenarios and. This is what you do when this happens and just kind of A through Z it literally and breaks it. He'll probably break it all down for Ryan um, and just kind of um, elementary it and and make it make sense in a way that, uh, you know, he'll he'll help um, Ryan from a standpoint of, you know, um, being able to see things quicker, maybe uh, being able to react quicker. You know, some stuff like that. I have no clue. Maybe, I, I, maybe yeah. we should go check out the camp. Well,
1: Ooh. I got a chance um, at the Salas Gym today. Went to see how... Ugar, didn't get a chance to see Ugas, but I talked with Ismail Salas. And one guy that works with him, Bob Santos. You might know him, Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Bob manages a lot of fighters. Um, and he, he worked alongside Emmanuel Stewart. And he were one of the guys he worked for nine years under was Joe Goosen. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm asking Bob, like, oh, you worked under Joe Goosen. What do you think of this Ryan Garcia move? And he goes well. One thing about Joe is he's great. He's a master on the inside, mm. inside yep. fighting. Yep. And I remember as soon as he said that, you better fucking get inside on him now with yeah. Diego Corrales. Yeah, when he said that to Diego Corrales, who fought um, yeah. Jose Luis Castillo. So
3: best round of boxing in my opinion of all time. Yeah, just just me personally. Yeah. that's my favorite. Second best.
1: Out. Okay. Yes. Yeah, well, what best. would be number one?
2: Number one is hagler yeah. Okay,
3: it's pretty good. Yeah,
2: yeah. but go. but, yeah, to, yeah, but to to yeah. your point, a lot yeah. of. Fighters aren't comfortable getting to the inside yeah. because, you know, just simply put, um, if you got a knife and I step back, you can't touch me. But the closer I get to you, the more liable you are to touch me with that knife. Now, if I'm up on you, a lot of guys don't want to be that close yeah. because they know that something's coming back. Yeah, stab. Something's coming back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I hate to use yeah. that that analogy, but is it something? Joe, excuse yeah. me, but no, Joe there. is is kind of a tactician on fighting on the inside and i think that he'll have he'll he'll, he'll, he makes a he helps get guys comfortable with fighting on the inside inside fighting is an art there's an art to it and when perfected that
3: is nice and that that actually leads perfectly into my question see we we worked out well there i i was wondering is that something that you can learn to do and learn to be comfortable with inside fighting because you don't I can't really think of somebody off the top of my head that like we didn't see fight on the inside, and then all of a sudden like decided to fight on the inside. Yeah, I, I just don't know if is that something that you can that you can teach to be, or is it? I hate the. Is it in
2: spots? Like,
3: is it like?
2: Yeah. Yeah, we can do that, but maybe a little bit more or- I got two things. Number one, the first thing that came to mind was uh Andre Berto doing the shoulder roll. Like you just okay. don't overnight. Bring him back to that <laughs> yeah. You just don't overnight do the shoulder. You don't overnight go to the body. Yeah. You don't overnight get comfortable going Long to the body. Yeah. But you the best way what I've learned Winky right. In life What I've learned in life And also in the boxing ring Is you gotta get comfortable With being uncomfortable Yeah And I'm not gonna say any names But I did hear about A fighter in Kent with Joe And he said Joe wanted me to fight on the inside And that's not my fight game That's not what I do And it was a bumping of the heads Because Joe's like No, today we're going to the inside And he's like I'm not an inside fighter Yeah I don't give him up. You do what I tell you to do. Yeah. That's where Joe's coming from. And Joe will cut you off. Joe doesn't care about the money. Joe doesn't care about the fame that's going to come he's from who it. he's working with. He's lived He's it. done it. He's yeah. lived it. So in a lot of ways, Ryan's got a good thing coming at him because he's got a guy who's going to be stern, really does know what he's talking about, yeah. and can help him improve and get comfortable in some areas that he may be uncomfortable.
3: William paid also fights on that undercard of Jaime Mugia.
2: And People are big fans of William And then the other side of your question is... When, typically what happens for a fighter if he's not comfortable doing that he'll find spots in training when, when he wants to and do it and I, I or know he Joe. tries a fight on the inside and gets knocked out and then doesn't shoot again <laughs> Joe's a lot like my dad nothing but body punches this round that's yeah. all you're doing yeah. I don't want to see any fucking jabs you know yeah. that's Joe you know so
1: I just want to see I just uh, just want to see Ryan fight yeah, More absolutely. Off, he uh, some of the quotes were about building his brand, and and the best way to build your brand is by fighting, getting those fast hands and that powerful left hook in the ring, man. So yeah. you know, people love Instagram, and but we want to see boxer. those fast hands in those yeah. rings. So. Absolutely,
3: yeah. yeah. He obviously yeah. and he mentioned he was going through, going through some stuff, and he seems to be in a good spot now. So yeah, hopefully we see him. I maybe two months from now he's supposed to fight yeah, him. Yeah, against Emmanuel
1: to go. Yeah.
3: right? Yeah, um, but yeah. Kelber, and Then uh, uh, William Zepeda,
1: just but <laughs> as for Zepeda, man, yeah. I, a lot of people that really know you know him on Twitter. Yeah, a lot of people that write about the sport they feel Zepeda can fight with Tank Devin yeah. Haney, all those lightweights. So I'll be watching with big eyes on that. Undercar. People thought he,
3: people thought he like could be the prospect of the year last year. They right. thought he he might have got overshadowed a little bit. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. I disagreed,
3: but he's, he was <laughs> a really good fighter, really good fighter. And so yeah, Sharp. We'll, I think we'll see if he can get another another knockout on the belt, but. The one I got
2: circled, man. It's Con and Brook, bad blood. you're stuck weekend. in twenty thirteen. Yeah. yeah, I'm stuck in twenty thirteen. In 2013. Can I, can I, can I trust you with the desserts this weekend? Yeah, we can, we can probably do I, that. I can watch right. fight too, right? Yeah, yeah. Come on
3: yeah. Now, right? Oh, and cool. all and to close on that, all star weekend festivities for the NBA. Sorry, Cleveland. I won't
2: be
1: there.
3: Yeah, your hometown of Cleveland, <laughs> my my native northeast Ohio. Yeah, it should be a fun weekend. Knicks are yeah. back to
1: sucking, so I could care less. Cav,
3: Cavs <laughs> battling for you the three in there. Uh, yeah, no. Two,
1: yeah, who is two. on your team? I look at the standings and Garland. the Cavs are good. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Evan yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah. Mobley, aka yeah. Slim Duncan. Who? But Is that they go higher <laughs> up? In, they go they go higher up in the rankings every Kevin, time I'm Kevin old. Love.
1: Yeah. Um okay, yeah. Kevin. I know Kevin Love. Yeah, we
2: got two All Stars.
1: Jared
3: Allen was named All Star. I know today. Jared Allen.
1: because He played for Brooklyn. Yeah, and
3: Darius Garland, and then Evan Mobley will be
1: on the Rising Stars. Is that Katino Mobley's son or something?
3: Uh, no, I wish. Okay, Coutinho Mobley was a Hooper.
1: <laughs> was that uh, him on the cover of NBA Live 2002? Probably. Dang. Hey, he, was the budget eighty-five dollars? You talk about lef- you talk <laughs> about lef- you talk about a left-handed <laughs> bucket getter. Yeah, the but
3: cat. the cover of NBA Live,
1: you, it was you had been more comfortable
3: with, the, with Stevie franchise. I mean on Latrell the cover?
1: Sprewell, any like <laughs> someone on the All Star team.
3: Yeah,
2: anyway. oh, anyone that's listening to this, if you're going to go to Cleveland, enjoy yourself.
1: Seen them all weekend. Beat yeah, my definitely. ass. Yeah,
2: enjoy yourself. Enjoy the cold. I yeah. had a story about Cleveland. I'll, I'll I'll probably just save it for next week. But okay, I went home. Yeah, Wednesday, Tuesday. Okay, came back. Went home Wednesday morning. Came back Wednesday night. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, quick in and out. Yeah, yeah like yeah. you can. I can get home, handle my business, then come back here.
3: Yeah, you see the cold, you acknowledge it for a brief time, and then you're out of there. But yeah, yeah it should be a fun weekend. Cavs are gonna got win. Time the skills for a quick
2: story. You want to let it go? Yeah, no. If it's a, if it, is it a good story? It's a good story. Okay. So I I booked my my um rental car. Okay. Usually book with with Hertz. They were sold out, so I had to book with Budget. I get there and the lady that's always taking care of me at Hertz is there so I'm like go over there yeah. um she says whoa sorry we're sold out but go over to Avis because they're open right now and you may be able to get something i go over to Avis and this lady is so short with me she's giving me like one word of answers she says uh we're not open right now i said i said um i said excuse me um are you working with budget she says no they're not open i said well, the lady over there said that um Avis owns Budget and Avis She says that's not my boss I said I said whoa Okay well do you have any cars available She said said, we got a huffy outside good luck She says I don't think so what you want Like just like real hood like hard at me Like I don't know if she gonna see this But what's up mama Uh, Anyway so uh, I said I said whatever you got I'll take whatever you got I don't know let me look We might have some vans And she got start pulling up the stuff She's doing all that. She said, "I got a van for you if you want it." I said, "Okay, I'll take a van." She said, "You sure?" I said, "Yeah, I'll take a van. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. I'm only here for a couple of hours." So she she's doing everything right, and she says, "I need your ID and your and your credit card." Gave her both. Right? She's doing everything, and she says, "Hold up, are you Sean Porter the boxer?" I said, "Retired." I said, "I said yes. Like like do something for me." She said, "Yes." I said, "Yes." She said, "Oh." Uh yeah, let me get you on this explore real quick. I said, <laughs> I said that's what's up, you know. So I love being the me. Explore is not a minivan. The, the moral of the story is I love being me. I ended up,
3: yeah. I ended up in a minivan once with a rental. She
2: that's, was trying to give me, um, no, no disrespect to Toyota, but she was trying to give me like a Sienna. They, so uh, that's I, a van. I, 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 almost I
3: almost, <laughs> had an, almost had a Seinfeld experience of I don't know where I was even at, and they were like, "Yeah, we actually don't really have a car right now," and I was like. <laughs> You take the reservation. <laughs> yeah, right. It's about holding the reservation. Right. And they were like, well, we actually have a minivan. I was like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I'm, I'm a simple guy. Yeah. Push the minivan. But So I will be going to
2: Avis next time I go home. Fair <laughs> enough. There you go.
3: But yeah, I got nothing else. And she Brooks she's
2: probably going to be real mad at how I depicted her. Bad blood, man. I'm ready for yeah. it. Yeah?
3: I'm ready for it.
2: We going to do something
3: live? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I prefer to just enjoy that fight. It's going to be locked. Be locked. Be I did locked not enjoy down.
2: doing a live. Do you enjoy doing lives? Yes, yeah, that's, that's how we get you might. You might paid. do on
3: this. You might do on this <laughs> week. Who knows? Stay no, tuned. Fighthype.com. Yeah,
2: yeah, and, yeah. And we'll be back next a double week. Double Dipper right here. Yeah. And we'll be back in action. Yeah. Hopefully. Oh, I know y'all oh, 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 missed oh, oh, oh. him. <laughs> there he <laughs> is. there in spirit. <laughs> the away. Have a have a great day. What's up? I'm Showtime Sean Porter. I'm Ant. Follow me on IG. Ant with two Ts. This is the Portaway Podcast. This is Anthony Brennan and this is Carson A. Merck. Tell them what to do. Hey, like, subscribe, comment, follow follow us on all social media platforms. <laughs> say subscribe? I'm from Louisiana. I'll talk with a B. Let's do all it. Right, Let's here, do well. it again. Let's all right. right. Just introduce yourself. Okay. And then tell them, and then you tell them what to do. Like, comment, subscribe. Support You're away here podcast. you You already here. Hey, <laughs> hey, this is our outro. We're going to do it how we want to. I'm Showtime Sean Porter. I'm Anthony Brennan.
3: Carson A Merck, like, subscribe, comment. This is the Portaway.
5: A nature trail is more than a path, it's a place for weekend laughter, moments of self reflection, or a much needed breath of fresh air. With All Trails Plus, you can plan your next hike, ride, or run with confidence so you can relax and enjoy the journey. All trails Plus gives you all the info you need in one place so you can make the most of your time outdoors. Quickly discover new trails near you and spend less time driving and more time on the trail with the distance away feature. And get immersive trail previews and 3D views so you know what to expect before your first step. Wanna go where self-service can't? Download the map to keep your route in hand and never get lost, even offline. You can even get alerts if you take an unexpected turn. There's a trail out there for everyone, Get outside today with three free months of AllTrails Plus. Just use code podcast23 at alltrails.com slash podcast. That's three months free at alltrails.com slash podcast with code podcast23.